The contents of this podcast is for general information only and does not constitute financial advice or consider individual circumstances. Please seek your own independent legal, financial, taxation or other advice before making investment decisions. We are back with another episode of Decoding Crypto. Happy Monday, another week. I mean, we are just assessing the damages here, really. I'm Ed Stott, and my co-host is Collective Shift CEO, Ben Simpson. Wow, Ben, what a week we had last week. This is wild. You know, we talked a bit about what happened with Sam Bankman-Fried and, you know, one of the world's biggest crypto exchanges and the fact that FTX is now gone up in smoke, which is just wild. So just in case you didn't catch the other episodes or you haven't quite gotten up to speed of what's happened. um, Basically, what we saw was CZ, who's the CEO of Binance, which is another really big exchange in the world. He tweeted that they decided to liquidate all of the FTT they held. FTT is the um, cryptocurrency that was uh, released by FTX. So that was their token. So CZ tweets that they're going to get rid of all their FTT. Basically, what happens is that everybody then, whether or not CZ and um, Binance sell all their FTT, rushes to short the market. So they bet the price of FTT is just going to plummet. This causes terrible, terrible things for FTT. Obviously, the price plummets by something like 94% in one day. This has terrible implications for FTX. As it turns out, what, what happened, Ben? A lot of their money was in FTT. Yeah, they basically they were basically using FTT as collateral for a loan that they used to bail out the Alamata Research, which was also owned by SPF. Alamata Research was the market maker. So they were basically, I don't know how this is even legal, but basically they have an exchange. That's where you make the trades. Then they have the market maker, which is the Alamata Research, which is basically make, like funding all the trades happening on the exchange. And they counter trade. So they have all the data of what retail investors are making. And then they counter trade and they make a they sell that to someone else. So they make a clip. Yeah, they make on every single person. They were printing money. Um, don't know how it's legal doing that sort of stuff. Uh, and then what seemed to have happened a few months ago when 3AC and Voyager all blew up is Alameda also blew up. But instead of waving the white flag and going, hey, you know, we got caught up in this too. It is alleged that Sam, and there's, there's proof of this money, he took $8 billion, 8 to $10 billion of customer funds out of FTX to loan to Alameda to keep it propped up and keep it going without telling anyone. Again, allegations are that he built this, um, and you can see it, so the team didn't know, he built this software, he built this ability to change the books, the accounting, so money was being moved without anyone knowing, getting around all the audits, so all this money went over. He was then using customer funds to buy all the sponsorship. You know, they had the FTX Stadium. He was donating oh, billions of dollars to politicians. Uh, and now you've got like 
huge conspiracy stories coming out where like Elon Musk is, is, is in on it saying like yeah and the CEO Elon Musk said that he didn't trust him he got bad vibes off him and and also this is what we've seen is like on this is very public this tw- this Twitter feud between CZ who's the CEO of Binance and SB- Sam Bankman-Fried or SBF who's the CEO of FTX and he then after before we knew all this he said that um, Binance had made an offer to buy FTX and basically tried to tiptoe back uh, because he had pissed CZ off uh, allegedly going to um, the government in Washington and and talking behind CZ's back and kind of barracking for legislation that would be detrimental to Binance. So there's this huge feud going on. And then uh, CZ's tweeting publicly, you know, like it's very uh, mysterious tweets that are going back and forth. But basically the end one, when CZ's Binance said they would buy FTX and then they pulled out and then FTX, Sam Bankman-Fried tweeted at the end, uh, like this was one of the last tweets he said about it was at some point I might have to say more about a particular sparring partner, so to speak alluding to CZ from Binance. He said, but you know, glass houses. So for now, all I'll say is, well played, you won. Like implying that CZ has played this game to try and take over FTX and knock Sam Bankman-Fried out of the market. But what's actually coming out is that Sam Bankman-Fried was running FTX with a huge hole in his finances. And and it was really what happened when CZ tweeted that they were going to sell all their FTT was that the house of cards came crumbling down, right? And I've seen this before. I've seen it single, uh, you know, firsthand, just when things get too big and, you know, what seemingly is going on is not the actual truth. You know, you just get to a point where it's too big to fail. Like, and it's, it's sickening, you know, to see how much money people have lost. One of, one of a guy I know, it messaged me the other day. He lost $10 million on FTX. He lost everything. Oh, um, my God. Because they stopped people taking out their funds, right? Yeah. And and as more and more comes out, we'll learn more about what's happened. Obviously, we can't know for sure what's happened and what Sam Bankman-Fried did. So this is just purely speculation at the moment. So, you know, he hasn't been charged with anything. There's no criminal prosecutions pending or anything. So we can't know for sure what... Um, Sam Bankman-Fried's role in this was, but it's clear to see that like the whole crypto space is in disarray. Now, the other thing that I think we have to talk about today that has again blown my mind and again reveals the incompetence that is rife within uh, crypto and again backs up the reason for doing your due diligence properly investigating where you're investing in because, you know, the crypto space is like the bloody wild west. Crypto.com have accidentally sent $400 million in Ethereum to a wrong address. This is absolutely wild. Now, bear in mind, this comes after, yes, this is the same Crypto.com that accidentally sent a Melbourne woman $10 million in a refund when she was meant to receive the 100. So they've, they've handed out that $10 million to this woman. Now it comes out that 
Crypto.com has accidentally again sent 400 million to a public address registered at a completely different exchange. So it shows that on October 21st, they sent 80% of its total ETH reserves to a rival exchange, Gate.io, before Gate.io provided proof of reserves to its users on October 28th as part of a new push for transparency after the FTX crisis. So that's when they... Uh, provide proof of reserves. It's where they show where all of their money is, their, what, what they're holding. Um, so Gate.io subsequently returned the sum. And as a result of the, that um, e-surge, uh, Crypto.com released its own proof of reserves on November 12th. And this is when it came out that they'd accidentally <laughs> sent this crazy amount of Ethereum to... A competitor exchange. It's just like, what? How no. does that even happen? No, I think it's BS as well. Like that just, it just doesn't make any sense. And uh, I saw on Twitter that an ex-employee or an employee of Crypto.com actually confirmed that that's impossible to stuff up. You need multiple signatures. It goes through a full process. You don't just accidentally send four hundred million dollars somewhere. Like that is ridiculous. That just doesn't. That doesn't add up. Uh, there's also been a huge bank run on FT, on uh, Crypto.com. The oh, CRO gosh. token, which is the FTT equivalent, is down 50% this week. There's calls that Crypto.com might be going under. Now, that might just be um, a bit of uh, you know exaggeration, but I don't know, Ed. It's just, it's just, like, I, I don't know what to, um, <laughs> what to believe anymore or what not to believe. I mean, it's what we've been saying this whole time. Get your money off the exchange put it into hard storage even if you put it into a, a wallet on your phone it's going to be so much better than holding it on the exchange do not have your cryptocurrency on an exchange right now you need to take it off and um, we've got lots of advice on that there's episodes that we've put in the um show notes that you can listen back to as to exactly how to take your money off the exchange and put it into a hard wallet and there's lots of resources on collective shift um that you can use that will take you through that step by step it's a simple process you can transfer a little bit of a time to check that you're doing the right thing but honestly things are crumbling quite quickly right now and you won't get a heads up um, that an exchange is going under until you can't take your money out. So I think what we're seeing right now, the big takeaway is what we've been saying this whole time, take your money off the exchange, right, Ben? Yeah, get a get a ledger, even move it to a MetaMask in the intro, yeah. but get a ledger and move it into cold storage just somewhere where it's not held by another exchange. You need to hold it yourself. It's the only way to, to not get done. Yeah, and just explain to us what a MetaMask is, Ben, if people don't know. That's uh, it's not necessarily a cold wallet. It's a warm wallet, but it's a Google Chrome extension, um, and you can hold Ethereum-based uh, assets in there. So uh, it's a way. It's like a Web three wallet where you can interact with different things. So you can you know hold the NFTs and stuff in there. Definitely not as secure as a uh, ledger, yeah. but again, it's uh, it's it's yours. It's not owned by someone else. If you have crypto in any sort of company exchange, yeah, you need to get it off and get it get into um, get into safety ASAP. Yeah, a hundred percent. Wow, I am interested to see what's going to happen this week. I mean, you need to stay listening because who knows what will have happened by Wednesday. A lot of people lost a lot of money and clearly the market is in absolute turmoil. But boy, is it interesting watching. <laughs> yeah.
I agree. That's wild. Absolutely. I've spent too much time on Twitter this week. Yeah, it's impossible to pull yourself away. Anyway, we'll be back on Wednesday and um, we'll catch up then and we'll do a full debrief. But as we said, all those resources of how to get your money off the exchange, how to take it onto a ledger, how to put it into cold storage and protect yourself, they're all in the show notes. So make sure you go and check them out. Make sure you do it. It's not as complicated as you think. You can absolutely take control of your own money and don't get burned in what this wild stuff that's happening. Ben, I will see you again on Wednesday. Thank you, Ed. Bye-bye.